Ek het gestrand toe ek voorbereid, toe, uh, om in te leid, toe wil ek nie eerst een story opmaak, om so al die hele punt te, te frame, en, maar ek vraag vir jyre, is, is daar nie een bybelse voorbeeld, van, uh, van waar ek wil praat nie, dan hoef ek nie een story op te maak nie, en ek kon op die tijd nie een bybelse voorbeeld, ek denk jy, toe maak ek maar een story op, en, uh, maar verochend toe ek wakker word, toe, toe word ek wakker met die bybelse story, so gelukkig gaan ek nou dit gebruik in my eie story nie, maar onthou jylle vir, uh, dankie lief, jy kan my heel tyd speel as jy wil, <laughs> die anointing vloe, so op achteraf, T.D. Jakes, die, onthou jylle vir, vir Jakob, en Rachel, en Lea, die story daarvan, so Jakob, kom daar aan by Laban, sy, sy plaas, en, uh, hy, hy sien vir, vir Rachel, en hy raak, smitten, he, is immediately in love, with, with Rachel, and, uh, she, is the younger daughter, of Laban, and, uh, he goes to Laban, and actually Laban says to him, what is there, that I can, that I can offer you, and he says, well, your daughter, Rachel, I really, really want your daughter. And he says to him, okay, work for me for seven years. And uh, then you can have my hand, my daughter's hand in marriage. And the scripture actually says that he loved Rachel so much that that seven years felt like no time at all. Now imagine that. Imagine being so motivated with something loving somebody so much that you are willing to grind and dit is boer, nee, dit is nie dit is nie makkelijke werkie farming for seven years for the hand of Rachel and uh, the seven years goes by and he goes I think maybe Laban forgot about it he went, hey, seven years have gone by it's time to have your daughter's hand in marriage. And they organized a big party and a big festival, and I'm sure that Laban made sure that, that uh, Jacob had a f- nice few wines as well. And that night, the Bible says, when it was dark, Laban brought his wife to him. Now is ek ook seker dat hierdie man het vir 7 jaar so uitgesien na hierdie pakkie, dat hy het nie mooi die pakkie gecheck vir hom oopmaak Nee, hy het net ingespring. Because the morning after, when he woke up, he realized, this is not Rachel, this is Leah. And Rachel was the beautiful one. Leah was less attractive according to, to the word. So he really wanted, wanted Rachel. Now, he goes to Laban and says, what have you done to me? And then Laban says, it is not our custom to give the oldest, um, to give the youngest daughter in marriage before the oldest daughter. So I gave you what according to the custom was right. Not according to what you worked for. 
But if you work for me another seven years, you can have have Rachel. So he did that. But that is not a fair trade. That's not a fair trade to Jacob. And that's what I want to talk about this morning. The scripture says in Proverbs that the Lord loathes, he hates a scale that is not uh, righteous, correct. He hates it when you cheat somebody out of something that they feel that they've rightfully paid for. He can't stand it. Crook. Scalambius. He hates it. And I feel, and the Lord has been speaking to me about this, about this this week. He's opened my heart to something that I feel I want to share. And it's not a makkelijk word for ogen nie. But I asked the Lord to, to help me reveal it. I can know, I can know. To help me reveal it in a way that what not so swaar op ons is nie. Die idee is om op niemands a juk te plaas nie. Never, ever, ever to have a, a, a yoke. Because the yoke of the Lord is easy and His burden is light. And we may never put a yoke on somebody, but we need the truth revealed in our hearts and we need our hearts to be cut. And I feel that today might be a bit of a cutting of the heart for all of us. All right? Um, but if we see this right, um, it, will, it will change everything. <clears throat> it, will, it, will, it will motivate us. Hopefully to the same degree that Jacob was motivated to work for Rachel. <laughs> ne? I feel that we do this to Jesus. The Lord is opening my heart that we are not giving Jesus a fair trade. We are not giving Him what belongs to Him. And we'll have a look at that. Um, I want to read you 1 Peter 1, 14-21 says, Like obedient children... Do not comply with the evil urges you used um, to follow in your ignorance. But like the Holy One who called you, become holy yourselves in all your conduct. For it is written, you shall be holy because I am holy. And if you address as Father, if you address yourself, Address as Father the one who impartially judges according to each one's work. Live out the time of your temporary residence here in reverence. You know that from your empty way of life inherited from your ancestors, you were ransomed. Now ransomed, the other word for ransomed is redeemed. To be ransomed or to be redeemed is to be bought back. That is says. Iets wat, wat baie waardevol is van jou, that was stolen from your house, and it was taken to Cash Crusaders. So you walk into Crash Crusaders, and oh my goodness, there's your painting that costs 40,000 rand, or your hi-fi system, whatever. You can't go and you say, listen, that's mine, I want it back. You've got to buy it back. And that is redeemed. 
That's what ransomed means. That you buy something back that is actually rightfully yours. It's the same with ransom, paying ransom for a kidnapping. All right? It is actually yours, but you've got to pay someone for it. So that's what Jesus did for us. You were ransomed. Not by perishable, thing, perishable things like silver or gold, but by precious blood, like that of an uh, unblemished and spotless lamb, namely Christ. He was foreknown before the foundation of the world, but was manifested in these last times for your sake. Through Him you now trust in God, who raised Him from the dead and gave Him glory so that your faith and hope are in God. So is a paar goed wat ons net gauw moet, moet raak sien, voordat ons aangaan, dit is, that we have been ransomed from our old ways, from the evil urges of this world, from the things of this world, from worldliness. Wie van jylle, sal jou kind hou, sê, ach, kidnapper, hou maar, my kind. Want, dis ok. Who will do that? Not one of us. Ne? So if I take my child from the kidnapper and I pay a ransom, and I take him from there, I make sure that he comes home to me. sal jy toelaat, dat jou kind elke nou en dan gauw bykie daar gaan keier, en bykie gaan goeders doen daar. Kom maar net weer terug, huis toe, solank jy net een of ander tyd terugkom, sal jy dit doen? Nee. We do it to the Lord. We go play in the world, and then on Sundays we come back to Him. Tuesday we go back to the world, He paid a ransom so that we can be freed from the world, freed from the urges. Sondag gee ons ons self oor in die Heilige Gees om dier ons te beweeg. Maandag gee ons ons self oor in ons vlees om te doen wat die ons vlees wil doen. Nee? We do this. The price that he paid for our ransom was not all the gold in the temple. It was not worldly things. It was not anything. It wasn't a system. It was Jesus Christ himself. It was the, the blood of the spotless lamb. But as I net gelees het in Jesaja 53 in die worship, he was without sin. He was without blemish. He, was, he did not deserve one little bit. But he gave himself as a ransom for us. Nee? Als een ander ding wat gebeur het. Dankie Michael, ek kan eerst weer aangaan. Christ traded, gaan aan, los om dan. Christ traded places with us. Hy het nie net betaal vir ons nie. Hy het nie net, hy het nie net 
sy, sy bloed gegee as betaling, as offering. He didn't just give his blood as the offering. He traded places with us. So he said, I will go into the world and I will live there. And when the time comes on the cross, I will become as they are so that they can become as I am. A trade took place at the paying of the ransom. Because he had the power and the ability to defeat the world. See, in this life you will have many troubles. This last week I it. But have peace in this life. I have overcome this world. But we could not overcome this world. We could not overcome the enemy. We could not overcome anything or anybody. So he traded places with us. Completely. Luister, ga na 2 Korintiërs 5, 21. 2 Korintiërs 5, 21. Say, God made the one who did not know sin. Met ander woorde, hy het not even a hint of sin was in him. He knew nothing. Daar was niks in hom nie. He did not know sin to be sin. Denk aan die trade wat plaasgevind het. Hy het geen sonde geken nie. Hy het, hy het sy jelle leven lang, he always obeyed God, he always honored God, he always lived for God, he always loved he never ever ever retaliated when somebody spat in his face or when someone called him a devil or when somebody cheated him or anything like that. He did not know sin at all. And all of a sudden, he became sin. He became the essence of sin. He Sin so engulfed Jesus on the cross that he literally became everything that is evil. In our eyes. This he trade. And he became that. So that in him. We would become. The righteousness of God. So alles wat hy was. Sy jylle lewe. Alles wat hy was. Het hy gesê. Ek vat jou ne. En ek geef jou myne. Ek wat jou sonde, ek geef vir jou my righteousness. Ek wat jou haat, ek geef vir jou my liefde. Ek wat jou ongeduld, ek geef vir jou my geduld. Ek wat jou, ek geef vir jou. We became that. Trade it with us. Ok? Galatians 3. Christ redeemed us, daar is redeemed alweer from the curse of the law by becoming a curse. What did this trade mean? He became the curse that we are running away from. Because it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. In order that Christ Jesus, the blessing of Abram, would come to the Gentiles, you and me, so that the world could re- ach, so that we could receive the promise of the Spirit by faith. Oh, 
Weet jy dat zonder Jesus, zonder dat trade, zonder dat hij van dit weggevat het, zonder dat hij ons zonde gevat het en voor ons zijn righteousness gegeven, zal die Heilige Geest niet in een van ons kan wonen. Not one. The Holy Spirit can only live in a pure vessel. Because he's pure. Wat ons nou net gelees? Be holy, for I am holy. Hoekom? So that I can live in you. Kan ons begin sien in ons harte wat een rol deel ons vir Jesus gee. He made us holy. So that his spirit can live in us. And he did not just make us holy by chasing away the holiness, the, the, the evil. Hy het nie die evil net weggejaag nie. He took it on himself. He became the curse on the tree so that the curse can be paid for, so that the sin can be paid for, so that, so that daar a betaling kan wees, a ransom, so that ons kan in righteousness loop. But see that if Jesus ransomed us, he paid for us, he gave his life for us. What does that say about us? Michael. It says that we do not we do not belong to ourselves. You do not belong to yourself. It's only in your will that I'm free. We do not belong to ourselves. And ek kom achter, meer en meer en meer, wil ons self besluit, what is holy and what is good. Wat is standaard van heiligheid, is het recht om te leef? Wat is standaard, wat, 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 wat sê die ander? Wat sê die kultuur? Wat sê die, wat, en ons laat dit besluit, wat is standaard, wat, wat gaan hy dink as ek dit doen, of as ek het nie doen nie, en dan is dit my standaard, waarop ek leef. We want to decide, our level of devotion and holiness, but it's not ours to decide. Ek is jammer, ek weet, hierdie snij. Maar hy dag toe 3000 mense tot geloof gekom het, by Petrus, sê dit, voor dit, sê the Holy Spirit, cut them in the heart. And they said, what must we do to be saved? So may the Holy Spirit cut us in the heart. Circumcised. Cutting away the flesh. Because he deserves it all. Ne? 1 Corinthians 6 verse 19 sê, nou, in die hele stuk, jylle kan die stuk voor het gaan lees, ek het het as fris aan die ingebring nie, want ek weer eens, praat oor sexual immorality, praat hy hier so van, ne? Sê hy, or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. It belongs, die Heilige Geest het jou lichaam gekoop, hy het die prijs daarvoor betaal, dit is nou syne, 
Jy hier net by hom. Dit is nie jou nie nie. Jy kan nie renne wat jy sê, lis is jy. Kan nie kamers aanbouw waar nie kamers was jy. Jy kan nie jou kamers uitverheer nie. Geen onderverheering nie. Nee. You, your body belongs to the Lord. To the Holy Spirit. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? For you were bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God with your body. Wie besluit wat die TV-programme jy mag kyk of nie kyk nie? Wie besluit wat die conversations jy mag hoor of nie mag hoor nie? Wie besluit wat die conversations jy kan deel raak of nie mag deel raak nie? You are not your own. You were bought with a price. Ons allemaal ken vir Romans, Romans, Romans 12. Therefore I exhort you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a sacrifice, alive, holy, and pleasing to God, which is your reasonable service. As hy vir dit betaal het, as hy vir alles betaal het, as hy getreid het met my, as hy sy leven gegeet, as hy, as hy my, alles wat slecht is, alles wat in my is, waarin hy nie welbaar het nie, op hom geneem het, en vir my gegee het, alles wat goed is, alles wat in hom is, is dit nie my reasonable service, om vir hom te gee wat syne is nie. Jesus, ons is stil. Who like thy reasonable service? Do not be conformed to this present world. Do not be conformed, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may test and approve what is the will of God, what is good and well-pleasing and perfect. Nee? Gaan terug. Be transformed is die proces waarin ons nou is, wat ons die heilige geest dan nou sê, ok, come clean house. Come show us what you want me to be. What do you look like? Nee? It is to your advantage, say Jesus, that the Holy that I go away because I've done, if I do not go away, then the Spirit of Truth cannot come, and the Spirit of Truth will lead you and guide you into all truth, and He will convict of righteousness. Hy gaan vir jou sê who like Jesus in jou, in who what hy gaan vir jou sê wat Jesus getreid het. so dat as ek aanjaag, dan kom die heilige geest aan my te sê, weet jy wat, dit is nie wat Jesus vir jou gegeet nie. 
He did not give you that anger. He did not give you that hate. He did not give you that lust. Righteousness. That is not who you are. Ne? So die transformation moet heel tyd plaasvind en ons moet bewust raak, bewust raak, bewust raak vir ons righteousness, bewust raak van wat hy in ons gedoen het, bewust raak van wie hy ons gemaakt het, bewust raak van ons nieuwe identiteit in hom, because as we believe, as we see, as we believe about ourselves, we will manifest. Nee, jylle verstaan dit. Maak gaan. So Christus is die standaard. of a fair trade. Gaan terug. He's the standard of a fair trade. What is a fair trade for us himself? Wat moet ek gee? How holy must I be? How righteous must I be in my business dealings? How pure must I be in my intake of things of this world? How pure must I be in my conversation? How pure must I be in my choosing of friends? Wat een type vriende mag ek hee? Ek praat nie van invloed nie, ons moet invloed hee. In die wereld, die, ons is in die wereld, nie van die wereld af nie. En ons moet invloed hee. Maar daar is een boundary wat jy om jezelf moet trek. Paulus, Hy, ek, wat ek het gelees, vang my ook elke keer, hy sê, moet nie eet, sal met immorele mense nie. En dan sê hy baie goed, hy sê, ek praat nie van die mense van die wereld nie, ek praat van die wat hulle self christene noem. Jesus ate with sinners, and he drank with sinners, so that he can bring them into him, but he did not allow them to influence him. Ons moet die boundary baie, 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 baie mooi trek. Garbage in, garbage out. Nee? So standaard is Christus. Ons het nou net gelees, die eerste vers wat ons gelees het, sê, be holy in Petrus. Sê, be holy for I am holy. Dis die standaard. Philippense 1 vers 27 Say above all you must live as citizens of heaven conducting yourselves in a manner worthy of the good news of Christ. Conducting yourselves wat is standaard? Die gospel. Wat is die gospel? Jesus Christus het jou soos hy gemaak. Dis die standaard. Like that says, hey, moet ons onself heel tyd vraag. Put your words in his mouth and see how that sounds. Put your eyes on something and see if he will look at that. Become part of something and see if he will be comfortable there. As hy enige tyd inloop, by enig iets wat ons doen. Sit ons gaan af, 
Maar toe. Maar gauw ons eindelijk net daar gauw voorbij geloop het. Nee? 1 Johannes 2 vers 6 Say the one who says he resides in God ought himself to walk just as Jesus Christ walked. Dis so plain en simpel soos wat jy kan kry. Dis so in your face soos wat jy kan kry. Hoe moet ons leef soos Jesus? Ek het al van tevore genoem, daar is, a, daar is a, nogal een debat, there is a debate going on whether it's possible for us to attain perfection in this life, in this world. Whether God actually meant, whether Christ actually meant for us to be holy as He is holy, of is it maar net, is it possible? Nee? En dan sê selfs Paulus, as sê in Philippians 4, hy sê, hy praat oor die perfection, hy sê, I do not, um, I do not mean to say that I have attained this perfection myself already. Maar dan sê hy belangrike ding, hy sê, maar, I strive, to grab hold of that which he has already grabbed hold of me for. For it's a, I want to experience Christ in the power of his suffering and his resurrection. Like paraphrase, that's a biggie. But I strive to grab hold of that which he has already grabbed hold of me for. Ek streef daarna. If I belong to Christ, I've got to constantly go to Him and say, what is there in me that does not reflect you? What thoughts, what way of hap- what habits, what way of doing? The way I treat my wife, the way I treat my children, the way I treat work staff, the way I'm a boss and the way I'm, I'm, I'm a... Um, a worker, servant. Does that look like you? Een van die goed, as ons wil ver trade met Jesus, wat ons moet opgee, is ons, uh, is ons human rights. We have no right to anything. Christ has a right to everything. And if even Christ, when they crucified him and tore his clothes apart and mocked him, said, Father, forgive them. If even he didn't retaliate. Why do I have to feel like I've got to have my peace? Ek moet my stikkie kry. Nee? It is only your, in your will that I'm free. Gaan my in the life given over. Dis net daar. Gaan my terug. It's only in our lives that are given over. That we will experience the kingdom of God. Weet jylle wat's kingdom? kingdom of God, to be in his kingdom. Weet jylle waar, waar is sy kingdom? Die 
die letterlijke betaling van Koninkrijk van God. The kingdom of God literally means to be under his rule. Sy regering. Under his rule. If you are in the kingdom of God, you are under his rule. And if you are not under his rule, you are not in his kingdom. So if you are still ruling yourself, you are not in his kingdom. If he is ruling you, you are in his kingdom. Seek first the kingdom. Seek first his rule about this. Ek het gestrand, te kry ek nies wat vir my nie lekker is nie, en het wil my opskit en alske goed is. Te gaan ek te sê, Lord, what do you say about this? And immediately it was as if that burden has been lifted from me because I don't have to say anything about it. I don't have to have any opinion about it. I don't have to have any thought about it. I don't have to have any emotions about it. Because it's, it's, it's what he thinks about it. When something troubling comes your way, Lord, what do you say about this? Ons het bijdag oor gepraat. What do you say about this? Nee? Weet al ooit vir iemand gesê, ek het my leven vir Jesus gegeen. Kom, allemaal van ons hoopelik. Nee? As jy praat van, jy is een christen, dan sê ek het my hart vir die Heere gegeen, ek het my leven vir die Heere gegeen. Nee, ons allemaal stem saam, nee? We've given, I've given my life to the Lord. It's a phrase we regularly use. Do we really sit down and consider what that means? I've given my life to the Lord. It is only under His Lordship that we are in His kingdom. And when we submit to that, when we submit to, to his, his rule and His kingdom, then we get grace. Weet jylle wat grace? Let me tell you what it's not. Grace is not a license on a free ticket because Jesus has taken all my sins upon him. That I'm now invisible to God because when he looks at me, he sees Jesus. That's not grace. Grace is the trade that took place. Grace is Him taking our sins upon Himself and giving us His righteousness. Grace is making us holy so that this living Spirit of God can live in you and rule your life so that you can live according to His ways. This grace, it's enabling power. It is what, it is giving us what we could never have. 
We could never be freed from sin. He freed us from sin. That's grace. We could never look like Him and live like Him. We could never walk like He does. But He gave us the ability because He traded places with us. That's grace. And if we don't live in the fullness of that grace, we give Him a raw deal. It's not a fair trade. If we don't live in the fullness of everything He has given us, holiness, righteousness, it's not a fair trade. And if we say we love Him, we must give Him a fair trade. <coughs> ne? Come on. So here's the question. Will you surrender yourself? Will you surrender your right to decide what is holy and what is good and what you can and cannot do? If I give my life to Christ, it means that I no longer live for myself. Quite frankly, it means that I can't make any decisions about my life. I'm in His hands. See, human rights say that jy moet besluit. Wie gaan vir jou sê of jy a sientje of a dochterkie is? Jy besluit. Wie gaan vir jou sê of jy mag dit en dit en dit Jy kies. En as enige iemand anders enige iets op jou afdoen, dan kan jy om dagvaar. You can sue him legally for, for forcing you to think in a way that you do not, do not want to think. That's the, the standard of this world. But the scripture says, I'm not my own. I'm bought with a price. And especially my flesh cannot tell me and should not tell me. There's, there's no grace. Romans 6. You have been freed. You have been freed. You have been freed from the power, the dominion, the rulership. Die ander woord, die dominion wat hy gebruik in Romans 6 vers 4 is ook kingdom. You've been freed from the kingdom of sin. Wat sy ander skryf, wat sê, you've been transferred out of the kingdom of darkness and transferred into the kingdom of his marvelous son. Nee? So hier is die vraag, Will you surrender and give him lordship of your life? <coughs> it's nothing to reason about. It, it is not iets wat ons gaan sê, ok, um, wat beteken dit nou? Mag ek hierdie en hierdie besluite maak, maar nie die besluite of wat ek al nie? He paid for it all. 
He paid for our lives. He paid for your life with His life. And He traded everything that's bad about us. Everything that's, that's alles wat menselik is, alles wat vleeslik is, alles wat everything He took upon Himself. And He gave you Himself. He gave you His righteousness. He gave you everything about Him. Will you now come? And will we come at work and say... Here I am, Lord. It is not my life. It is not my life. It's your life. Galatians 20. Paulus had already snapped. To I say, I'm crucified with Christ. Alles van mij. I'm crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live. Gaan sit en dink a bietjie oor die stikkie. It is no longer I who live. Wat beteken dit? What does it mean? It is no longer I who live. But Christ lives in me. So the life I now live in the body, I live because of the faithfulness of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I think I was going to be here somewhere. You can have it all. In all for Jesus. Maar ek wil hier met een commitment maak. As, ek kan nie vir jou sê nie. <laughs> if you feel the Lord has cut you in your heart this morning. And you say, Lord, I do not belong to myself. Then I want you to stand up and I want you to sing it with all you have. You can have it all. Every part of my world. 